You're listening to the Shabby Geeks 100 Days Podcast. I am your host, Dodie Maddox. Each episode will share an EdTech tool or strategy to upcycle the teaching and learning in your classroom. It's time to upcycle learning. Hi, welcome to episode 35. In this episode, we're going to discuss ways to upcycle teaching and learning by removing the excuses. So this is something I have more recently become more passionate about. And let me clarify, I've never liked excuses, but I have started learning more about how to remove them and why to remove them. And uh, so that's what I mean by I'm more passionate about it because it's something I'm still learning. So I am currently in the Shake Up Learning Facebook group. And if you're not a member of that group, I highly recommend you do. Casey Bell is amazing. And right now we're doing a book study on her book, Shake Up Learning. One of the questions she asked was what are the barriers to using technology in the classroom? So this question really resonated with me because I'm not in the classroom, so I don't see the everyday barriers. I only hear the excuses that are being made. When So um, today I wanna address some of those excuses and ways that we can overcome them as we upcycle learning. A few years back, our district started our one-to-one initiative. It's been a gradual process where we add more devices each year. Um, And one of the very first excuses we started hearing on this initiative was, the device doesn't work. I don't know how to work them, or the students don't know how to work them. Was never said, it was, the device doesn't work. So my team and I did trainings on how the devices work. We scheduled days where we sat at a campus that said their devices didn't work and nothing went wrong while we were present. Um, So we were very frustrated with this excuse. Um, So we kind of got that, uh, they're crying wolf uh, is what it seemed like to us. Uh, So we stopped listening so much to that excuse. Um, So then they started using that excuses with higher up. And so what happened was our superintendent would call and say, hey, I'm at campus so-and-so, and they say none of their devices are working. I need you to drop everything and come over here and take care of this. And I remember being very frustrated thinking, they're just crying wolf. They... They got caught not using the devices, and so now they're trying to blame it on something else. And I almost resented having to go over to the campus. What I later realized is that he was removing that excuse. He knew exactly what was going on, but by having us show up and then say, okay, show us the problem, and nine times out of 10, it was less than three devices in one classroom warranted the comment, None of our devices work. Um, And it was amazing. We only had to go out about five or six times for these two or three devices 
for this excuse to stop being stop being used in our district. Um, so now it's so much more uh, exciting when you go because they know they can't say devices don't work because our district has done um, a lot of things to remove that excuse. We have our help desk are usually solved within 24 hours unless they have to be sent out for a part um, or sent out for repairs. Um, so that was really exciting. And so that's kind of where what I've learned now is I want to go and keep removing those excuses. So I'm going to share a few more of the excuses I've heard and ways that we're trying to address those and remove those excuses. And if you'd like, um, I'd love for you to share some of the reasons or barriers or excuses that you've heard. Um, and so we maybe together we can find a solution. Oh, and if you have solutions, absolutely share those as well. One of the biggest excuses I hear is the kids get off task. If I just give them a worksheet, I know they're staying on task. To remove this excuse, I uh, frequently will ask, what is it you're having them do? Because if it is a worksheet, I would rather you give it to them on paper and not give them a device. Because you're right, that is not an engaging or meaningful or even uh, effective method of teaching and the students know it and that's why when they have technology they get off task because the task they have assigned to them isn't relevant um, so if you're if that's what you want to do if that's the way you teach then just give them the worksheet don't give them the advice because you're right they will get off task The next piece I hear a lot is the students don't know their login information. Um, we were able to remove this excuse in our district by a couple of means. Um, first, we created a system of uh, usernames and passwords. So uh, we were able to get students uh, on easier because the teachers had the basic formatting of the usernames and passwords. Um, in addition, we created a way for students, um, not sorry, students, teachers to reset the student passwords in most of our programs. Um, so now that the teacher can reset the program, they are reset the password when a student says they don't know how to log in, they know now know the teacher will reset it. Because truthfully, a lot of students were telling our teachers they didn't know their login because they didn't want to have to do the work and they knew that would frustrate their teacher. It was, it's a game that they play. And so by removing that excuse uh, and them knowing their teachers could reset the password, they stopped saying, hey teacher, I don't know my password because they knew that that wasn't going to get the result they wanted. I will admit that has not eliminated the excuse completely, but it has reduced its use. Now when I hear it, um, my questions, uh, responses are more along the lines of, and what procedures do you have in class that help students learn how to log in? And how often do you practice and allow students to log in? Because if you don't show them how to do it, at least for the younger kids, they're not going to be able to. And if you don't practice it, they're going to struggle every time if they go one, two weeks between logins. So it needs to be 
uh, greater frequency. A popular excuse with the primary grade teachers is, oh, my kids are too little to do that. Um, my response, I struggled with this one at first because the, while I have taught at all levels, the majority of my experiences has been secondary. But then I uh, listened to the Google Teacher Tribe podcast and heard of someone named Christine Pinto. And if you've never heard of Christine Pinto, you need to follow her. She's uh, at Pinto Beans on uh, Twitter. She's co-wrote a book with uh, Alice Keeler called Gaff for Littles. Gaff uh, is the old name for uh, G Suites for Education. And she is a kindergarten teacher that has kindergarten students using Google spreadsheets in her class by the end of the first semester. So I know the littles can do it. Her catchphrase is because they can, and I believe they can. So when I hear that excuse, I offer to sit and work with the teacher and bring in some of Christine Pinto's ideas and strategies, procedures, and I even offer to co-teach or model teach with those strategies so that they can see how it's done. Because the truth is, the the problem is not with the students, it's with the teacher's comfort level of how to teach it to those kiddos. This episode is a bit longer than I originally planned, so I'm going to go ahead and give you one final example, and maybe there will be a part two in a later episode. So the final example I'm going to share is the, my kids don't have access outside of school. And I have to find a polite way to call their bluff because that is just not true. Google your students. You would be surprised. Most of them, even the little bitty ones, have a digital footprint because most of their parents started posting pictures of them and information about them the day they were born. So the access is there. It may not be the access that that we, the teachers, think they need, which is this big desktop computer with a you know, super fast internet and all of these things, it may just be a phone, but they have access. So again, it goes back to what task are you asking them to do outside of school? Because that's the reason they will or will not do it. Not that they don't have access, because if they want access, they will find access. I hear a lot the parents say, oh, I can't use, the, the parents tell them they can't use their data. Well, what are you sending home that requires them to use that much data? You shouldn't be sending home that much work. Um, just did a session on flipped learning, and the biggest piece on flipped learning is to chunk it in small pieces. Any video that's more than three minutes is going to lose their attention. Give them small chunks that they can learn in segments don't use up all their parents' data. So the truth is there is no good excuse for not using the technology and all of the excuses we are giving is simply because of fear. So we need to take the fear out of education, take the fear of failure and start failing forward 
And that is how we will upcycle learning. This is the Shabby Geek signing off. Again, send me your barriers and your solutions, and I'll be happy to share them on another episode.